0: Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio.
1: A lot of times we hear from a negative play because that's our heart is hurting in some area. So if you're always hearing from a negative place, you're already receiving in a negative way, that's something that you need to reflect on within yourself.
0: We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins.
1: But if you translate it properly and you know their heart, then you receive point. it in a different way. Point. I remember when Jemiah was little, my son jomo he doesn't he doesn't talk a lot. he's not a big talker, so Jemiah was so jemiah would someone would ask little Jomo a question, and Jemiah would answer for him
2: he what he's trying to say is.
1: And And we'll be like, "That's not what he said." No, what he meant to say was, "What he what he wanted to say is," (laughs) she was his little lawyer. But you know, a lot of times we hear from a negative place because that's our heart is hurting in some area. Okay, that's good. So if you're always hearing from a negative place, you are receiving in a negative way. That's something that you need to reflect on within yourself.
2: Be careful. If you hear from a hurt place, meaning what you hear is what you have been through. Mm. So what you've been through is the prism or the lens through which you hear things.
1: You haven't healed.
2: So oftentimes when you are hurt, you stay in that place. So when you hear something similar to where you've been, you put your guard up.
1: It triggers.
2: John Gottman, a professor at University, uh, excuse me, Professor uh, Jomo, University of Washington. I'm going to stop trying to break his... He's a professor at the university. I was about to give his credentials. We ain't got time for that. He studied for 40 years.
1: He's a very smart man.
2: Amen. On marriage. And he says there's four communication challenges that people have when they go to divorce.
1: Criticism
2: of your partner's personality. Mm. Don't do that. How are they going to fix their personality? I just hate your personality.
1: Dang, you You don't hate me. You must have liked it to be with them.
2: Contempt. Means mm-hmm. that when they tell you an idea, you're just so disgusted. That's so stupid. Why do you even think like that? Oh God, that person. Run from that person. <clears throat> it means the feeling that a person or a thing is beneath consideration,
0: mm.
2: worthless, defensiveness. The quality of being anxious to challenge and avoid criticism. You always on defense. You ready? What? What? We. <laughs> We have to learn, as we hear, I'm hearing to receive. I'm not hearing to respond. Because sometimes when you're ready to respond, you don't even hear well before you're ready to bustle. Mm. Or stonewall it.
1: Mm.
2: I'm not talking at all. You're getting a silent treatment. Come on, man. We're adults. Or at least we should be. I mean, I understand when Josiah giving me a silent treatment. I understand that. That's, that's, that's the level he's on. But some of you are adults and you still give a silent treatment. Everyone say, Grow. Grow. Ma- imagine God gave you the silent
1: treatment.
2: Mm. Oh, glory. Listen, listen to y'all. If you're not willing to grow with each other, you will eventually, eventually go, go from each other. You got to grow. That's why Matthew 19 says, If you're capable of growing, growing James one let Let's read this, church. Understand this, my beloved brethren. Let every man be quick to, to hear, hear, a ready listener, slow to speak, slow to take offense, and get angry. The challenge is most of you have this reversed. you quick to take offense, quick to get angry, quick to speak, and slow to listen. You got it so twisted. You got that pop-off spirit. (laughs) Now, whenever you feel the urge to say something that's not pleasing to God, I didn't say your spouse or the person you're with. I said God. It shows an area of your life that's been undeveloped. Mm. Whenever you get out of your godly character and somebody pushed a button, that shouldn't be there anyway, because the Bible says you crucify your flesh daily. Daily. So if you have somebody pushing your buttons, that means you have not developed that area. Nobody can make you cuss. You like to cuss. (laughs) The Bible says, let no man say he was tempted by God. It was the sin in them. Right. So I have to develop and Eric, because every now and then, Charmaine will do something that, that, that bothers me. Really?
1: What?
2: And I have to go in my closet and say, Lord, help me with this area. Right. Because right now, I just feel like just cutting. Right. And I'm, I mean with my words. And I have to go to God and say, Lord, is it me? Lord, have I created this atmosphere to where she talked to me that way? No, own it. Stop blaming everybody for why you are where you are. Right. Oh, Lord, is it me? That's, that's my, my first response. I go in, I said, Lord, is it me? Have I created an environment to where she feels she has to respond to me like that? Own it. See, the reason why people can't grow is because you don't own it. It has to be everybody else's fault.
1: It's your tone.
2: Now, you do got that. Like, your tone is hot yeah. garbage. No, long yeah, I'm,
1: I'm receiving this message myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's very, it's hard. It's hard because you just want to say it how you want to say it and be done. You want dinner now, dear? It's your tone. How you want me to say it? Do you want me to say it like this? That's
2: better. I'll take that. Anyway.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
2: look look at me, say, give some slack.
1: Give some slack.
2: Meaning, sit, listen ask, yes. compromise, kiss. Give Good. each other a little bit of slack. Some have, Listen, none of us are perfect. There, there, there was not a, I don't have a PhD in husband. There wasn't a class to go, this is how to be a husband. So many people, are, well, you should know better. How should I know better? Who taught me? Oh, no. I grew up in a single family home, single parent home. I didn't have a father. He was there, but he wasn't there. So how am I supposed to know how to be a man? How am I supposed to know how to honor? How am I supposed to know how to cherish? So then you get mad when I don't know what I don't know. And then you say, you should know better. Well, who told me? I'm just out here.
1: You just supposed to know.
2: So what happens if I don't, (laughs) if we don't get the place of saying, babe, let's work on this. That's right. Let me, let me study some men who are doing it. So I sat down past the and I started modeling him. Every man needs a model and a mentor. Now this, Eminem. I'm, I, I'm ooh, ooh, This going to bless my life right here. God's, I, I was writing this for a, a chapter in a book. God's best plan for you is a mentor and a model. All throughout the Bible, that's his best plan for you. But if you don't want to take that, he'll give you the opposite, a tormentor. Listen to the word. Tormentor. Mentor and mentor. Tor-mentor. tormentor. The root is a mentor. He says, so since, since you don't want to learn the easy way,
1: I'll teach you.
2: I'll teach you the hard way. And the word tor, tornado, means he will turn you. So how do you want to learn? Do you want a mentor or you want a tormentor? So many of you are going through moments of hell because, see, you don't want a mentor. Right? You don't want a model. So God said, "Okay, if you don't want to learn that way,
1: and God uh, will bring somebody in your life, oh Jesus,
2: to try to get to help you, to help you, but you fight help,
1: right? And you don't want to hear it Ooh. when you're in your flesh. Your flesh don't want to hear hear advice.
2: So what happens? You have two ways to learn: mentor or what? Now y'all gonna go out there and put it on Facebook and look like a genius. But I ain't mad at you. Take it. You said. Oh, praise <laughs> God. Freely I give, freely I receive. But isn't that true?" My fa- I didn't realize it. As I'm listening, my father said it differently. Son, you have two options. You could listen, listen or, or you could feel. But either way, you're going to do it. That's right. And if God wants to grow you to a certain place,
1: right.
2: you're not going to get out of what he's trying to do to you. Right. Said another way God will not protect you from what was intended to perfect you. That's good. If God wants you to grow, you're going to grow. Now, whether you want to grow willingly, <laughs> or suffering, don't worry, you'll go.
1: Right. Oh,
2: glory. Give each other some slack. Sit, listen, ask, compromise, kiss. The biggest struggle we have, ooh, ooh, I'm gonna say this and we can close, baby, because we can go for nothing. We got got so much material for our conference that it's just spilling over. And we got about three more pages of notes, but we gotta go. This is so good. The reason why we struggle with listening Proverbs 13 and 10, pride. Come on, let's read this, y'all. By pride and insolence comes, stop right here. Wherever there is stress, drama, and strife, there is pride. It's good. Whenever you and your spouse beefing, it's because of what? He ain't gonna talk to me like that. Oh, there it is. There it is. Wherever pride is, there'll be a fight. By pride and instance comes contention, but with well-advised and skillful God wisdom. Now, listen to what the Message Bible does. This breaks it down even better. Arrogant know-it-all.
1: Stir up this. Stir
2: up this. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Philip and Phoenix.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Philip was a pimp. I didn't know he was a pimp. He was just my friend. He had a couple of girlfriends, but that wasn't abnormal to me.
1: <laughs> but it's not just having a couple of girlfriends, because the football players were crazy in the NFL. Like, you meet their wife during the football game and then you see the girlfriend at dinner on Tuesday. It was crazy. But this dude had his ex wife, he said his ex wife, living in the basement of the house and the girlfriend living upstairs. Like living in the same that's not normal. Well he had kids. kids,
2: kids, He wants to try to keep his kids. And they were
1: real like lovey dovey. Like the two women were just, they were just too, you know how you go into somebody's house and you walk in, the atmosphere is just not right. Like, your spirit just cannot settle. I'm looking, I'm just like, this is not right. Something is wrong.
2: I'm just sitting in the hot tub, I'm hey, come on in, man. It's all and good.
1: <laughs> another girlfriend pulls up in the driveway and they all eating. And I'm just like, this is weird. This is not right.
2: Be transformed.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Stop. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know. Now, hear but this, y'all. I'll close with this, babe. We, we, we got to This is go. good stuff. You about to say something really yeah, good. Yeah, this is good. If you will not be proactive in your communi- communication, yes. you will become, you're reactive. And if you're not, if you were, and if you,
1: let me just Continue read. Continue to be Let's read. Church
2: Believers. We must become proactive it's in our non-fiction. communication. If we're not proactive, we have no choice but to be reactive, and if you're always reactive, it won't be belong to your radio.:
1: radioactive.
2: radioactive.: Golly, that's good. You, you become toxic.:
1: That's right.
2: That means people don't even did nothing to you, you pit you mad? Right. Your kids get kicked, your dog get kicked, everybody you radioactive.
1: Right. And some people get stuck in the radioactive.
2: Stay there. Raise your hand if you know somebody. that It don't matter what happens. They're always in a bad place. Right. They are radio.
1: And most of us are reactive. Something happens, and then we go to fix it. Something happens, then we communicate about it. Instead of us being proactive, like, for example, if your husband likes, let's say, Ruby Tuesdays, <laughs> and you know you don't like it, before he invites you to go to Ruby Tuesdays with him, you should just say, you know, babe, I really don't care for buffets. so I really don't like Ruby Tuesdays. So then you're proactive instead of him inviting you to Ruby Tuesdays, and then you're reactive by saying, I really don't want to go there. And then you wind up sitting in Ruby Tuesdays, and then you become radioactive because you can't order anything that you like. Can I get an amen? So we need to be more proactive in our communication. If you know you don't like something, tell your spouse, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Don't become reactive. And if you have to be reactive, don't be mad with them. Be mad with yourself.
2: Oh, amen.
1: You like that? You say I, I do. Just cleaning that up a little bit.
2: couple things you, I, you should work on, okay? This is good. Thanks for doing that. It means a lot to me when you serve me in little ways. I know you and I haven't been seeing eye to eye lately. This
1: is good. But I
2: want to let you know that I accept you whether I agree with you or not. That's good. And I'm committed to working on our relationship so we both feel understood and secure. and secure. I forgive you and I won't bring it up again.
1: Now, that's that's really good.
2: Lately, I've seen you really grow in this area.
1: That is my favorite one. Like when you blank. Because a lot of times in our relationships, we know that our spouse is working in cert- working on certain areas of their life. And in our relationship, and they're doing things intentional. They're intentionally doing things to work on things. And we never give them the acknowledgement that, babe, I see that you're doing this, and I really appreciate it, and you're doing a great job. Everybody needs that. And when you do that, it makes your spouse want to do it more. Correct. We've just started implementing that in 2018
2: intentionally. 20-some years later...
1: Intentionally doing that in our Correct. relationship and and, and, and,
2: really and, and being cognizant. You know, like we, we started okay, on Mondays I make sure I, I buy her lunch and bring it to her. On Monday evenings we make sure we have a date night because we're trying to get out of the routine of because usually our weekends are crazy. Right. I said so now I'm structuring our life around our time. Meaning our time is the most important time because, see, if we're not right, the kids are not going to be right. If we're not right, the church ain't going to be right. If we're not right, nothing going to be right. So until you make an investment in us, everything else won't work.
1: And so. I, was, I was seeing the things that he was doing because he Jomo is a list taker. So he will make a list of things that he's going to improve upon. And he will read it and intentionally do things. But I wasn't acknowledging that I was seeing it. So when I did bring up something negative, he was thinking I was dismissing all of the things that he was working on. So I had to recognize within myself that I wasn't even acknowledging that he was doing all of these good things. I was just acknowledging the negative, and I had to change that part, so.
2: Every year, I identify one thing in me that I got to get better on. So what happens after years, you always say, like, how you get there? Every year, I add something to my list that I'm going to get better at.
1: Small change.
2: Small change. I'm going to be a better listener. Last year, I right. said, I'm going to do this. And every year, I make one change. After a lifetime, you're going to be a bad man, my Jam. But you can't act like it's not there. Right. You got to work on it. It's good. So this is 20-some years of work and more work. And so when we were driving to Mexico to the airport, I said, babe, we got to keep growing in grace. That's right. Keep growing in grace. Don't sweat the small stuff. Focus on the big stuff. We're building a legacy. Our grandkids, kids will know what we've done for the kingdom. Our babies will know we're going to make a dent. And we sat down. I said, "Listen, let's write the vision." And I said, "These are the plans. We're going to talk about that next week when we talk about finance. These are the plans. That's where we're going. Are you in agreement? Because see, there's things that we got to do. Right. And the enemy of your soul wants your relationship not to work. Why? Because, see, it's not just damaging you. It's damaging your kids. It's damaging your grandkids. There's an effect that happens. Right. So it's it's bigger than just
1: you. Amen.
2: There's lives and there's people who are watching your life, and you might have the best relationship they know. And though you don't think your relationship is special, there's people who are watching you. There's people who see the God in you, and you might be the only witness. Don't you understand marriage is the world's example of the kingdom? Don't you understand this is how people see the kingdom? Amen. You're a reflection of the kingdom. You are heirs of salvation. You might be the best relationship anyone knows. It's bigger than you. Lives are attached to you finishing your race, and God That's saying, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." It's bigger than you. That's good. I promised her. I said, "Listen, <laughs> I got an 18-year contract." <laughs> I said, "Because see, my father wasn't there." I commit that I'm going to be here for 18 years. (laughs) We renegotiated the contract, by the way. (laughs) I got a signing bonus. Hallelujah. (laughs) And she got a big bonus anyway. But my first goal was just to finish. That's right. To be the father I didn't have. And until we understand that our goal and our plan is not just about being successful, it's about hearing the king of kings say well done my good and faithful servant enter into the joy of the Lord it's bigger than just a contract, this is covenant we stand before God and we say till death do us part richer or poor." Sickness and health. It's bigger than that, man. Lives are attached to your walk. It's bigger than that. So there's days where you say, Lord, I I don't know, this chick crazy.
1: (laughs) This dude crazy.
2: But I look at my kids, and I don't want to go through what I went through. So I got a man up. Some of you got a woman up. Now I'm not talking about abuse. Right. I'm not talking about adultery, even though God can get you through that too. There's certain things the Bible says you do have a get out of jail free card. It's true. But I'm saying that God can do anything. That's right. God can restore anything. That's right. God can heal anything anything Amen. let him who have ears to hear hear But thus saith the Lord
0: you've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida if you've been blessed by the word today you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com